I know that tomorrow, 14th February, is going to be Valentine's Day. Although the man Valentine was a preacher, was a, a reverend father, they used his name to celebrate after the man's death, and nobody knew whether the man said they should celebrate. But trust guys, if the man died advocating for young people's marriage, when the history was, the young people should not be given to marriage so that they have strength to fight for war. But he secretly joined them in marriages. And when he was discovered, he was arrested, jailed, sentenced to death on 14th February and while in jail he wrote a letter to the jailer's daughter that he fell in love with and at the end of the letter he signed Saint Valentine. So when he was killed the young man that he fought for said we cannot forget this kind of a man he must be known for lover and then they celebrate some of you will lose your eyes for a man whose cup had long decayed and even bull does not remain again. Yes, yes, I'm serious. Some people will be initiated tomorrow because of Valentine. Valentine has normal 24 hours in the day. The normal sun will shine. And when it is 7 o'clock, night will set in. No additional one second because it is good. So many people will be pregnant tomorrow. And after tomorrow, they commit abortion. So many people will stop school tomorrow because what you will commit, they will search for you and you will run away to River State and forget about school. So many people will have accident tomorrow. So many people will go to club and they will be poisoned tomorrow. 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 Not another day. I've told you the history of the old thing. But let me tell us, there's a lover that for eternity you can't regret knowing him. There's a lover that even after you're dead, your children will come to enjoy the benefit of making love with Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to tell you that I have a friend. I have a lover. And if you're in this house, and the same man is also your lover,
Don't collect things you don't know where it comes from so that after Valentine, when police come, you will not deny that you didn't eat. <laughs> don't collect gifts that they will ask you to pay in kind. <laughs> don't collect gifts that after tomorrow, they will ask you to pay in, in kind. And that time you say, I'm a child of God. They say, no, you were a child of God when you collected the gifts. Any gifts that come, ask, what is it for? So that tomorrow you can explain and still stand tall. Amen. I appreciate God for this opportunity for us to worship God together. And I appreciate God for this communion service that God found us worthy to partake the same table with him. In the whole of my life, for now, I only ate with the governor once. Put all my age together. And since then, I've not had the opportunity to eat with him again. In the whole of my life, I know some persons, few, very few persons, out of millions of presidents and governors in the world, only one governor I've ever eaten with. Okay, I ate with one in Israel. And out of so many millions, none of them invited me again. Not even one invited me. For God to choose me to share with him is a privilege. It's what? It's a privilege. Many of you just walk into this church. Nobody asks you for tack. Nobody asks you, were you invited? Because before you eat with the governor, like this one I'm talking, the invitation had come long and my name sent that one of the persons that will be there is Georgia. So when I went, they asked me your number. I show. They put tap, 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 tap. It shows. It's okay. Go in. And there were so many thousands of people and one outside. They didn't allow them to enter. But here, you just walk in. And instead of them to ask you your attack and your number, and if you were invited, they only greet you and smile and say, you are welcome. Take your seat. Here you are seated. This about God is open for everybody to share. People choose to be the way they want to be, not because God has not offered them the opportunity. It's a privilege to be a child of God. Thank God for all the workers in Chapel of Praise, the newly ordained officials. God bless you. Your work is powerful. Appreciate God for Mama Chapel. God, grace is great upon her. Celebrate her if you are celebrating. It's not easy to lead. God bless all of you in Jesus' name. Very quickly, we are reading from Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 through 31. Matthew. Ah, these guys are fast these days. This is a serious improvement in media department of Chapel of Praise. Please clap them. Okay. Shall we all rise and read together? One to go. To go into a sheep and to go before him onto other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he has sent the multitude, read your own. I'm reading my own. Read your own. I want to hear your voice. Yes. He went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. 
But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straight away, Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus, and he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind by sorrows, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me, the last. And immediately, somebody say immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore is thou thou? Sit down. God bless you. This morning, I want to speak on the thing that says, come out. Oh, sorry, step out. I am not a military personnel, but in my primary school and secondary school days, I still remember that anytime they say, Mark, left, right, you keep doing left, right. As long as you are doing your left, right, you keep doing it left, right. There is movement in the lake, but there is no movement in the distance. Am I preaching to my own grandmother in the village? Traveling is what? You talk as if you know. If I were to preach to my old grandma, I know how I would put it. I wouldn't use the word traveling. We use the word anyhow your leg carry you come out for house. Now new knowledge you they gather. And they will say, Yes, not true. Because they understand what I'm talking. Anyhow your leg carry you come out. Now new knowledge. Even if your leg carry you enter bush, you could go discover leaves that you didn't think you can find it there. At least I found. So when I'm talking to you, you respond what you know, unless you don't know. And for some of you that whenever the message is on, that is when you want to chat. It is, it is, it is a crime between you and God. It's an insult. Because if you call a child to talk to, and while you are talking, the child is busy typing something. How will you feel? That's why the Bible says, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. The message is on. This is the time you want to chat. And tell somebody that uh, check me back by, and the person say, "What are you doing?" You say, "I'm somewhere." You say, "No, you are not somewhere." You say, "I'm somewhere." At the end of it, what do you benefit from saying, "I'm in somewhere," or "I'm somewhere," or "I'm dying somewhere"? In the days of Peter, the Bible says, number one, all of them, the disciples, entered into boat as was commanded by Jesus Himself. They obeyed. And while they were inside the boat in the sea, night came. Night came. After night, the Bible says, wind. The same boat, night, wind, all of those things were there. 
And the Bible went on to tell us that they were troubled. They were worried. They were afraid. The Bible used the word they were afraid. The Bible used the word they were troubled. That means it was a serious scenario. And the Bible went on to say, while they were still troubled, they, said they saw a spirit on the sea. All of them must have concluded that mommy water and daddy water and uncle water has come out to swallow us up. That is why they win. But thank God for somebody like Peter. Immediately their head, their minds were troubled. The Bible said Jesus knew their minds. And Jesus said to them, trouble not. I am the one. Peter said, huh? If you are the one in this scene of our worriness, then let me step out and also walk on top of water. I want to believe somebody like Luke, who was a medical doctor, must have thought, he said, Peter, this fisherman mentality has not left you. Do you think do you think H2 Oh, is dragging fish. Somebody like Matthew that was energetic, a tax collector, had said, Peter, talking outside is not the same in the water. And others, like John the beloved, that doesn't talk much, who said to Peter, water sweet in the cup. This one, they say, Peter, 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 that one better for Lano, no be here. But thank God for Peter. A man that recognizes who Jesus is. What moves me today to speak on this thing is Peter said, If you are Jesus, meaning that. Peter would not have dared to step on water if he did not trust what Jesus can do in the water. He said, if it were another person, I wouldn't go. But if it's Jesus, I want to walk on top of water. This is something that has never happened. Peter has never seen any way happen to any man. But he believes, if I have a contact with Jesus as a proof that Jesus is here. I can do all things through him that strengthens me. If you are Jesus, I, Peter, I don't want to send somebody. I want to walk on top of water. Let the impossibility become possible because you are involved. This morning, I have come to tell somebody as a proof that you have met with Jesus. You must step out of every situation that seems impossible for you to step out with your own body, with your own strength. Everything that seems impossible for you to step out with your natural strength, with your biological strength, with the strength of your family, and it is altogether impossible if you have a contact with Jesus. As a proof, tell somebody, you must step out. You must step out. Do you know 
that in life. There are a lot of things that has held people captive. And you find it to drag yourself out. It's like it cannot happen. Hear me well. In life, there are rules. There are principles. There are formulas that have ever remained ancient that people cannot step out. Hear me well. I read my Bible in the book of Genesis. God bless everybody. But Adam was the first man. Adam was who? The first man. The covenant of increase, the covenant of divine blessing was raised upon Adam as the first man that opened the earth. Satan came and fought and destroyed that covenant with Adam through food. Through what? Through what? Are you student? Through what? Food. 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 After many years, God made a plan to deliver man from that captivity and he sent Jesus to begin a new covenant. When Jesus came, Satan didn't have any problem. But immediately Jesus went for fasting and about to commission his ministry. The same thing Satan did to Adam, he came back to do with Jesus. The very first thing Satan did is to appear before Jesus and say to Jesus, if really you are a son of God, turn stone to break so that you also do what? You eat. The same thing he did to Adam at the beginning of the covenant of mankind by destroying the whole thing through food. He went back to meet Jesus. When Jesus was about to commission his ministry to redeem mankind in the New Testament, Satan went. The very first temptation Satan gave to Jesus, he said, turn stone to bread so that you also eat. And even if Jesus should eat bread, he wouldn't have eaten it through the command of Satan. Satan knew what he was doing. He killed the first Adam and wanted to kill the second Adam. But thank God for who Jesus is. That Jesus became the last bus stop and stopped Satan from that nonsense and then lay a new foundation for the people to stand. Jesus said to him, listen, with all level of your stupidity, you are supposed to know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed from the mouth of God. Hear me somebody in this house. There are things that you must step out of. There, must, there are things that you must be the last bus stop and step out to lay a good foundation, to make a new history. And I speak to somebody in this house. If there are things that the enemy has kept and want it to be a routine, there are things that the enemy has kept and want it to be history. Is in this level. This is what you must pass through. As far as you are hearing the word of God, even now, I declare upon your life, you shall not be the victim in the life. Rather, you shall step out and make a new order foundation, whereby other people shall come and see that there was a man that faulted that decision. He tried with that and succeeded. But when that same nonsense came to Jesus, 
Jesus said, I must be the last bus stop. This nonsense must not continue. My children shall not come and suffer this thing I suffered. My father told me what he suffered. I have come to suffer the same thing. Then my children shall not come to suffer the same thing. Then if you meet Jesus as a proof, as a proof, you must stop that nonsense. It cannot continue again in your time. Whatever addiction that had been a family routine, whatever addiction you have found yourself, you try to come out, you cannot. Some of you listen to me, you are gay. You are gay. And you don't know how it came upon your life. Some of you are lesbian. You don't know how it came upon Some of you are addicted to drugs. You don't know how it came about. Some of you are things you have cried how to come out, you cannot. By the power of the Lord that is vested upon my life, I stand in this altar today. I declare and I command the same way Jesus commanded Peter. And he stepped out and he did not see fracas. I command you today, step out of it in the name of Jesus. Sit down, step out. Jesus said to Peter, do what? Step out. Peter, step out. Number two. As he stepped out, the Bible says, the wind becomes by storms. Even when Jesus has said it, why the increase in the strength of the wind? I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When you are a child of God, it does not mean you will not see temptation and trouble. Peter obeyed what Christ said. The wind multiplied. And Jesus was still looking at him. Now the Bible says, many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord deliver them from it all. The wind increase and multiply. Somebody came to me and said, Pastor, I don't know. Since I become born again, Pastor, all the help I used to have, they're not coming again. I said, wow. And so does what? I said, it takes an ache to remain under heat for 21 days to produce a new chick. An ache to remain under heat for how long? 21 days to produce a new chick. When you are born again, there's a level of heat you must pass through. There's a level of heat you must pass through. I never say there's a level of heat that must consume you. No. But I say you must pass and through. I didn't say you will pass and dwell. I said you will pass through. Tell somebody pass through. When your boyfriend that used to send reasonable money and tell you go and do your shopping anywhere. And you said, I don't want this money again because it is a company we sin. And for two weeks, no money. You zip Gary and then finish Indomie. And at point, every Kobo, even the old Kobo of that time you didn't burn, you don't see it. 
And maybe one person come and say, if it were those days, this time you would have been eating now. And said and say, remember that old days. Huh. If you are a child of God, you have taken a decision. You tell, you say, old days with sin, go away. New day without sin, the satisfaction in Christ, I am okay with. One young man told me, say, Pastor, I was a dangerous, say, I was a dangerous criminal, a dangerous one. He said, I formed courtism. He told me, he said, he said, he's being paid at the state level. He said, anywhere he appears, he said, he, he told me, in fact, when he was talking, he told me, you see, he said, you see this at Madden. If I come, I will stand at that junction and do and do and give three signs. Our member will surround front and back. He said it was too dangerous that they wrote his report in the police station. When they finished this one, they entered this one. And to all the police station, his name became a household name. That's a name that when you mention, everybody will know. Front line in the newspaper. He said, he, he, he trained himself to a point that he didn't look for a native doctor. He only learned how to do native doctor's work so that anywhere it happened, he can do by himself. This guy mentioned all kinds of juju. The one, the, this one, the, 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 this one in the park. He said, tell this one, you fell. Tell this one, you eat your money. Tell this one, they turn the world like this. He said, take this one, you fell. Take this one, it's your money. Take this one, they throw and say, pick. He said, that one, now you, when you come the first time, you eat the money. They will collect the money and show the old people that this is the money he has eaten. Play again. When you play, they will eat you. And by the time they eat you, because they say, before you even stand there to start that thing, you must pour certain oil so that anybody that comes will be attracted to stand and finish the money. Some of you, you don't know. Some of you, white paper is keeping you where you are. Even as a Christian, coupon, as I'm talking, some of you, you know, small number is in your pocket now for coupon. Your school fees that you are calling people to ask for help, you finish it in coupon. You don't know, you know. Does it mean that you don't understand what I'm saying? You, under, you know those people with white paper, you know them. All the streets, you know the name of all the streets because of what? Coupon. The money has finished. Some of you, your cell pass is in somebody's house that you give in nation to get at least 15 naira for coupon. And the guy said, The day he was arrested, and they finished everything with him, when he knew he was to be killed, he didn't know what happened. Other, other prisoners called him to come and gyrate. The guy can sing. He will come and sing and sing and sing to ease off those stress. But one day as he was lying down, he didn't know what happened. His heart broke. He said, Jesus, I need you. If only you give me another chance, throw out my life that I will save you. According to him, he said, when he said that, he started praying and started singing Christian song. It wasn't long. They called him to come and sing the other one. He said, no. Everybody say, who is this one? 
few minutes later, they send in Indian hen. They used to smoke there. They know how to do their ways. He told them, he's now born again. Everybody laughed. They laughed him to scorn. He said he began to pray. He didn't know what to pray, but he just prayed. In fact, he sang the one the song he used to sing that time. Within a very short time, they send in money to assist. The money all the countries contribute to send to help them in prison. They send the money. He said no. He, he had rather died than to touch anything that concerning cult. He has accepted Jesus. Full stop. If he dies now, he's ready to die, but die with Jesus. He didn't know why he decided that way. He said he stayed for hungry for days until he bent. And one day, they took him to court. He was still crying, if Jesus can help him. Then he met a man that knew his father. The father was one of the pioneer medical doctors of those ancient days. With estate and is the only child. The man saw you and said, you? He said, sir, I'm born again. He said, born again, you are here? When? He said, if only you can help me, I'm born again. The man said, go. They took him to prison. And the man started fighting for him. The man fought for him. The man fought for him. The man fought for him. Until they only gave him fine of some amount. Or either three years imprisonment. The man paid the money. The guy came out. But hear me. When the guy came out and started preaching, he was tricking. He told me he tricked like three, four local government with his leg. And all those old boys will come and see him trekking. They say, hey, Kapo, come, 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 enter, enter. I said, no, I will not sit down on any bike that carries me with the euphoria, with the pride that I used to get as a courtist. He said, one day, court people gathered him to beat him. He said, why do you disgrace us? And another court guy came up to defend him as his former head. He said to that guy, if you defend me, you don't allow these people to beat me. I'm going to arrest you. If they are beating me and somebody should help me, nobody should help me in the name of former occultists. I don't want any benefit at all, anyway. Instead of that, let me die. But do you know what? Death cannot kill him again. Because of genuine repentance. Because he stepped out haven't had a contact with Christ. Somebody in this house this morning, I want you to have a proof that you have had a contact with Christ. Oh my God. I want you to have a proof. Peter said, if you are Jesus, that in this place all of us are lamenting and I happen to meet you, Jesus. Let me come out of this place. Let me step out. Jesus says, step out. That will be a proof. Step out. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know what is your fear. Step out. And the Bible says, as the wind was multiplied, increased, Peter sang. It was going down. It was going down. And he cried. He lifted up his hand and cried, Lord, I'm perished. Hear me. Do you know that while you are following God, your flesh can disappoint you? While you are still standing, very strong, 
you can be disappointed somehow. I don't know how many of you that are listening to me, you have fallen and fallen and fallen and you are afraid if actually God can still listen to you. You don't need anything that to lift up your hand and say, Lord, help me. The Bible said the righteous shall fall seven times and still rise up. I didn't come this morning to tell somebody, don't worry, God is a God of love. I came to tell somebody, God is a God that gives strength to the humble. Because love without you living a life that is commensurate to that love, very soon it will turn judgment. Jesus that is meek and mild, that same Jesus is a judge. And the Bible says, Peter cried, Lord help me. As I'm talking, I don't know how many of you are listening to me. You have fallen along the way. Several times you stand and before you know you are on the ground and you are discouraged. I don't know how many of you, because the prayer point you presented has not been answered and the enemy is using that as a point of weakness. I don't know how many of you, there were people you hope on that these are the prayer mountain. There were people you hope on that these are the people that take tea with God. There were people you hope on that these are the people that sit with God and make discussion and suddenly those people have fallen and you say, if this kind of a person can fall, then me, I cannot stand because I am not to be compared with this one. I have yet to tell you that right there inside that ocean that you are going down, there's a hand to help you and lift you up. You can go down in the presence of Jesus. Jesus is ever ready to hold you back. You can go down. Step out. Step out as a proof that you have met Jesus. Step out. I don't know what is that wind. The wind is strong in Aquabo State University. I don't know what is that wind in that department. But I am here standing. I am representing Jesus this morning. Telling you wherever you are sitting, wherever you are. I say step out. That wind cannot get you drowned. Wherever you are listening from, wherever is the source of this information you are hearing, I am telling you step out. The wind to tell you you are going home, you can't graduate. The wind that tell you you cannot be alive till 2022 is over. The wind that tells you that you are you are going to be the next victim. As a proof that you have heard this word this morning, I tell you it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. Whatever is the perennial sickness, the sickness of the family, it happened to your mother, happened to your father, happened to your great-grandfather, and as you are coming up, the same sickness is coming. I said, no, 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 no. It cannot stand, neither shall it come to pass. Step out of such covenant. Step out of such disastrous covenant. I declare upon somebody, whatever seems impossible, whatever seems that cannot happen, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, who dies on the earth on the third day, I command you, step out of that impossibility. Jesus said, with him all things are possible. You cannot be a son of Christ. You cannot be a believer and still pass through the same thing. And the atmosphere this morning is, wherever you cannot, the can is can in Jesus. Whatever is cannot, the can is in Jesus. I command you, step out. Stand to your feet. Step out. Step 
from the midst of people that cannot see what God is doing. Step out from the group of gossipers. Step out of their group. My concern is, everybody listen. My major concern is, other disciples were disciples. Other disciples walked with Christ. Other disciples knew Christ. But how come that none of them had a little faith? Even when Peter stepped out first, nobody followed him. Is somebody hearing me? Even when Peter stepped out first, no other disciple followed him. I can see others saying, bro, go. Whatever you will see, he will tell you later. The first person stepped out instead of the second person to join. Everybody entered the boat very deep, deep and said, Peter, go. When you see, he will tell you. Nobody followed him. But Peter changed history. Apart from Jesus, Peter is the second human being on earth that walk on top of water because he had a proof that he made with Jesus. Even if you were not born again before you come to Chapel of Praise, even if you were not born again before you come to Akwaibu State University, but now that you have made with Jesus, what is the proof? What is the proof? My cry, my heartbreak is others saw Peter demonstrating such faith. No, not even one person followed him. As we are in this church, not all of you that come to this church, not all of you would have experience of Christ. There are people that even while you are standing now, their mind, they are not here. There are people that if they keep, if they have any opportunity to see somebody's phone in this hall, they will pick. I mean now that the message is hot. Their mind is they are correcting everywhere what they can pick. Even while the message is on. There are people that if you give them the next two minutes and maybe they said now there should be no light, everywhere should be dark. They can manipulate things now. You'll be surprised when the lights come back. There are people that every day of their life, God has revealed himself to them, but they wouldn't listen. Yet, they may be in the choir, they may be a communicant, they may be a pastor's student, they may be a deacon's student, they may be a deaconess student, they may be one thing or the other that if they tell you, if somebody had told me that John the beloved can be in the boat without walking to say Jesus, that is the only person Jesus called beloved. He didn't go. He didn't. He stayed well in the boat. Kai, it shall not be in my time that somebody will come from outside and experience God more than me inside. Kai, Kai, Jesus. I shall walk in the pulpit as a pastor. Then somebody will come outside and see the glory of God more than me. John the beloved was there. Peter came and walked on top of the water with Jesus. The only two persons, the only man. 
the day of handing over the key. Hear me, everybody, open your ears. The day of handing over the key. Jesus loved John the beloved, but Peter loved Jesus. Hear me? Jesus loved John the beloved. Even there was a day there was argument in the Bible. Disciples said, is this actually so? He said, This one, you say, This is what shall happen to you. This one, this is what shall happen to you. But John the beloved, you have not said what shall happen to him. What shall happen to him? He said, Mind your business. To show to extent, Jesus loved John the beloved. But Peter loved Jesus. The day of death, when soldiers came to kill Jesus, John took off. Matthew took off. John the beloved took off. Everybody ran away. Peter came out. Somebody's head must rule. You can't kill my man. He removed somebody's ear to show that it wasn't a joke. All others ran away. Jesus saw. It's not the people you love that love you. It's not the people you love that love you. There are people that love you real love. But those ones, you may not even love them. When it was the day to hand over the key of the church, Jesus said, the only man that can be ready to die for this work is Peter. Let's forget about tribe. Whether it's from my mother's side or my father's side, whether it's my uncle's son, mm -mm, leave that one. But the man that I know that will handle this key and ready to die at all times is Peter. Before now, they have caught Jesus. You see this, the way Peter is working with you. Do this thing now so that John will be at the right hand. James will be there so that it becomes family thing. Jesus said, leave that to you. The one that are doing my will, that is my own. When it was the day to hand over the key, Jesus said, leave this issue. A man that I know that can die for this work is Peter. Peter, you are a rock upon you. I will build my church. Wherever you are standing, I have given you an order. The decision and the action is left for you. Step out. As a proof that you have met with Jesus. There is no impossibility. There is no power that can tell this word I'm speaking. No power. I am not kidding. I am not saying it for sentiment. There is no power that can withstand this word. I am not coming for industrial attachment. I am telling you what I have proven over years. No power that can hold you back in the power of this world. Whatever seems impossible, step out of impossibility and seek God's help. Lift up your hands. Precious Lord, I thank you. I do not know what exactly you are about to do with the world. I don't know circles of friends that are out to frustrate them so that they also join them and lament. The word has come that they should step out of that group. I don't know whatever power, whatever influence that is battling against their lives. A word has come. They should step out of it. And your power is ever ready. As a proof that they have heard your word. I ask for grace. I ask for the power of God. I ask for the ability to come upon their life 
as they step out, prove a point that they have seen you. Prove a point that your word cannot return void until I accomplish the people. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' dear name we have prayed. Can I hear the church shout, Amen. Amen. If you're a communicant, get ready for the communicant. When we talk about communion, it is a spiritual exercise. It's something bigger and deeper than ordinary bread and wine. It's a mystery that no lab can test the strength, the spiritual strength, and even the physical strength of this emblem. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. And that was the last statement he made before he proceeded to going to Calvary. But he didn't tell us what is the content of the power in it. He said, do it in remembrance of me. I stopped there. He, he gave it as a command. He said, do. Every set, every group has their secret and the source of their strength. groups that they sacrifice and of course all groups sacrifice anyway but they have some sacred songs they have some sacred exercise they do and you don't joke with my cry is it's only in Christianity that somebody will wake up and begin to postulate what they cannot defend it's only in Christianity other cult group other sects other whatever. You don't try nonsense. You don't. Even the song, you don't change it. You don't even add. It's only in Christianity. Holy communion is not hyperbole. Holy communion is not imagination. Holy communion does not need interpretation. Bread is bread. Wine is wine. And by faith, we take it as the flesh and the blood of Jesus. But where you sit down, somebody say communion is not needed in Christianity. The person, the, the level of mental derail of the person is very high. Very, very high. Very high from the biblical stand. Very high. That is, the imagination cannot be measured. I'm telling you the truth. The distance cannot be measured. Every common man anywhere in the world knows that the last statement your father will say before he dies is very important. The last advice before a man dies and he called the parent, he called the children and say, as I'm going to die, I want you to do this. I want you to take care of this. Those statements are very important. Jesus did not start communion the beginning of his life. Because the beginning of Jesus' life, Jesus was a Jew. He was under Mosaic law. The day they dedicated Jesus, they offer sacrifice. But when Jesus knew that the law of Moses was coming to an end through his own blood, and he now said, one of the things you will use in keeping the new covenant in the New Testament, you know, testament means covenant, is you will practice this one, which replaced all the sacrifice you would have sacrificed all through your life. And somebody will come down and say, it is not correct. Ha. Ah. 
Oh my God. On my part as a pastor, I have tasted communion in so many capacities. And a lot of things happen. I have tasted communion in so many capacities. A lot of things happen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a child of God, it's a privilege to share in this high, the highest table of decision. But it is not a place for you to share too. You share here and share in another table. That is what I mean in another table. It's not a place for you to share as a Christian and also leave this place and go and share as cultists. The same mouth, you eat the two communion, something will happen. So don't. Unless you want to be born again. I'm very serious with what I'm saying. As we partake in this Holy Communion this morning, I ask the Lord to show forth his power. Close your eyes as we pray. Precious Lord, this is dedicated to you. It ceases from being an ordinary bread and wine. I drop the blood of the lamp upon it. I pray that your angels stand by and execute your counsel. I ask, let there be restoration, healing. Let your power come fresh. As they participate, open and be broken. Wrong influence, fly off. Whatever is not of God, cry out and leave this environment. Leave them. By this participation, they are cupped in into the covenant of the Lamb. Sweet Holy Spirit, take over. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Can I hear the church say amen? Song.